Chance was locked in, and Chance is the number one contender. And I'm glad that the Schmodown is coming to us to let us both play home field advantage in the city that we know. My hometown, I, I'm used to public events. It'd be great to have that live atmosphere. Sure, bring it on, let's do it. I genuinely relish the opportunity. Going back to stage, they made me great. Won the first singles match on that very stage. And now I'm going to win the first singles belt on that stage. Chance is on fire. He's one of absolutely the best players in this game. And we're gonna scrap in New York. Be there to see Marisol McKee attempt to defend that title. She's gotta be Chance Ellison to do it. Everybody, welcome back to the movie trivia Schmodown. The Star Wars tournament keeps on moving. It is the first round. It is Whiteley versus Kelly, and I'm Christian Harloff. Joined as always. No, not as always, but boy, am I happy to have him. It's PJ Campbell. Hello, PJ. Hey, man, what's going on? I am excited to be here calling another Star Wars match in the first round of this incredibly intense Star Wars tournament. Yeah, you've been in the thick of it so far, my friend. And what a match it is here today because you've got a heavy favorite. you got Laura Kelly here who is just coming off of a very close battle in collision against the former champion, Andrew Dimolanta. And it was just, she was just there, almost there. And because of that, Winston Marshall had the conversation between both Laura Kelly and Andres Cabrera, and Laura Kelly wants this shot again. She did very well in the tournament last year. She wants a shot to do it again. And then you have Eric Whiteley. And when you look at Eric Whiteley and you go, and if you didn't know anything about him and you didn't know anything about his channel or what, he, you look and you go, oh, Owen oh, 2, is, is this guy any good? He's really good. His first match against John Hoey is one syllable. One little, one letter, one letter, one letter. And he's almost there, right? And then he goes and he has second loss. What's the Thomas Harper, the reigning champion? So this is a guy that knows a lot. So this is going to be a very close match, I think, between both Eric Knight Whiteley and Laura Lights Out Kelly. I couldn't agree more. Like like you said, Laura played incredible against Dame Melanta, but, you know, Dame Melanta came out on top. Now she's coming into this. She wants that belt. She's hungry. But Whiteley feel like, I'm going to guess, feels like he has something to prove today. That 0-2 is not indicative of how well he knows Star Wars. Well, and you're going to hear them both talk about it and talk about getting here. Here we go. Thomas Harper is the new Star Wars <laughs> Trivia Showdown champion. Yes, spectacular. Knowledge is knowledge. We attack every opponent the same way we have. Study, stay sharp, flank, and make sure you answer the questions when they come to you. So just an, it's just an unfortunate miss today. Okay, guys, so here's the rub. Andrew DeMolanta, my friend, my teammate, he loses the Star Wars championship belt. Thomas Harper, who, when I was last in the Schmodown, beat me, but not by very much, is now currently the Star Wars champion. And Andrew DeMolanta asked me to step up for the quirky mercs. It really just boils down to, I need a break. And the person I have to get through first is Laura frickin' Kelly. The other night, I was up late reviewing my Revenge of the Sith material, and when I finally went to bed, 
My dreams got a little weird. See, I was in the Star Wars universe, and Hayden Christensen was there, and he was shorter than I expected, and there was a wiener dog. But that's how you know we've reached tournament season, ladies and gentlemen. Madness has begun. For a second time, he is still the Star Wars champion, defeating Laura Lights Out. Kelly, what a match it was. 37. 34. I feel like I earned my spot here. I deserve to be here. Laura was one of those competitors that forced me to pivot. It forced me to become better. Oh, and yeah. She gave me all I could handle in this match. Now, Laura is one of my favorite competitors to watch before I even joined the Schmodown. It's been a rough year. First, you lose. Yeah, like Major Thomas Harper, of all people. You've got a little fight in you. I like that. Yeah, she can be a little mean. Yeah, people refer to her as an ice queen. Yeah, she knows a hell of a lot about Star Wars. But guess what, Laura? I've been studying a lot since my last two matches. When I was asked to, you know, maybe put my name out there for the Schmodown, I was like, I, I know some Star Wars. I'm going to try that. But uh, I, I just knew that I needed to study. I needed to figure out all my questions are three five-pointers. But I know that some of those one-pointers uh, got me today. He might be the best 0-2 competitor I've ever seen in any sport. He has a YouTube channel, and he has a strong following. So, Whiteley brings new fans into the Schmodown, and then I make sure that they stay. This is not going to be easy, Laura. I don't care what people are telling you that I'm a pushover, that I get the alphabet wrong. No! I'm ready for more Star Wars trivia. I'm ready for more Schmodown. Laura Kelly can't beat No one can. Look, they both want it. Laura Kelly is determined. She wants to get back there. She wants to get back to Spectacular. Remember, she was the last competitor to challenge at a live Spectacular back in 2019 when the Spectacular was in a theater. So Laura Kelly, can she do it? And Eric Whiteley, obviously, high spirits, beloved guy in the community, beloved guy in the Schmodown community, and he is he's ready. He's a merc. They have a very positive reaction, as as they should be, from everything that they've accomplished this season. I mean, look, the Mercs are on the rise, and I think that Whiteley could really push them and continue that upward swing that they're having. But again, Kelly, she is hungry, man. She has something to prove. She wants that belt. This is going to be a fun match. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia showdown. Introducing first. Representing the Quirky Mercs with a record of zero wins, two defeats, he is Eric the Knight Whiteley! What's up, what's up? I know what you're going to say. Owen 2 has never looked so handsome. 
It's exactly what I was going to say. You, you're 100%. You read my mind because it's true, man. You do it with a smile. You do it in such a positive light here, and you do it because this was not one of those things of like, ah, all right, maybe this guy just doesn't have it. You've been so close. When you get to those types of matches, Eric, do you ever have the things like, I don't know, maybe I don't want to do this anymore? Like, no, I'm so close. I want to do it again. No, absolutely not. Uh, losing is just, you know, it's failure is something to learn from. It's to put behind you. But to learn from and i have that d right behind me so i'm ready <laughs> that's great peach look man i mean you're going up against someone who has in the past just played so incredible i mean her nickname is literally lights out does any of that give you pause going into today's match uh no uh you know it's fun to do the schmo down i don't really get scared laura kelly was one of the competitors when i first uh started watching the schmo down I'm like man she is really good i hope if i get to be in this i get to play her and here we are. Last question here. Um, working with, well, here here is a, a, an actual question that I wanted to ask you because Andrew DeMolanta, what a hell of a year he had. Former champion beats Alex Damon twice, beats Laura Kelly, and then the decision comes in that he's not going to be in the tournament. So what was that like for you? Because I'm assuming that you thought once Andrew lost that you thought he would be in the tournament. I absolutely did, and I was kind of like, oh, that sucks, but I want, you know, I support my team. I'm part of the Quirky Mercs, and I had to make sure, look, I respect your decision. I'm just going to throw it to you one more time. Are you sure? And he's like, I, I need it, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to step up. I uh, am super ready. I've been having so much fun studying because Star Wars is life. And his opponent representing Smack with a record of three wins, four defeats. She is Laura Lights Out Kelly. The swag is with her at the moment. Look at the glasses. Look at the look. And oh, look, Laura, last time we saw him. Dimalanta and you, you scrapped, you had that battle. Same type of question I asked Whiteley. Did you know right away that you wanted to get back into the tournament or did you have to think about it? You know, Christian, there was really no question in my mind. I wasn't going to just like sit by and let that be the end of my season. It was just not going to happen. It wasn't going to happen. So here we are. I'm about to come back and take this all back. I've got my next shot. I'm ready. Let's go. TJ? Now, look, Laura, Eric, obviously, he's only 0-2, but he clearly knows all his stuff. Is there any worry on your side right now about what he's bringing to the table in this match? You know, last time I came into a tournament a little bit too cocky, it bit me in the butt a little bit. So I think I'm I'm going to not underestimate anybody. I'm not going to overestimate myself. I think I'm going to come in with a little bit more humility this time around. Um, and hopefully that serves me well today. Wow, looks like Winston Marshall might be rubbing off a little bit here on Laura Lightsell Kelly. What I will, the last question here, though, Laura, for you. Similar again, Eric Wiley, were you surprised that Andrew DeMolanta was not in this tournament and it was Eric Wiley instead? Um, to be honest, no, because if I were him, I would be just dead tired. And I, I, I kind of don't blame him for wanting to give himself a little bit of a break. I think he certainly earned it this year. Um, so, so props to him for, you know, doing what's best for him. Great answer. Great competitor. And we'll see you in just a moment. Hey, Schmodown fans. I'm Mark Baby Carrots Ellis. And after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, 
if we all have learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I first heard Mint Mobile offers premium wireless service for just 15 bucks a month, I thought, okay, that's nice. What's the catch? Well, after speaking with them and converting to their service, I figured it out. There is none. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. Think about that. By cutting out retail stores, there's no crazy overhead costs that get passed down to you in the form of mystery fees. Instead, Mint just passes sweet savings directly to you. So full disclosure, I first joined Mint because I thought, hey, I like the commercials. Maybe I get to meet Rick Moranis. But once I joined, I realized that their service is better than my old provider. It was a piece of cake to switch. And again, best of all, it's saving me boatloads of cash. So if you're somebody looking for extra savings and who isn't these days, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk, text, plus high-speed data on the nation's largest 5G network. What's a cool feature is that you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and you can keep your same number along with all of your existing contacts. For whatever reason, if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has their seven-day money-back guarantee. Look, the bottom line is this. If you switch to Mint Mobile, you get your premium wireless service for just 15 bucks a month. Sounds great? Here's how you do it. To get your wireless service plan for just 15 bucks a month and ship directly to you for free, just go to mintmobile.com slash MTS. That's mintmobile.com slash MTS. Cut your wireless bill to just 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash MTS. All right, so our competitors have arrived in the virtual battlefield. PJ, what are the rules of round number one? Round number one is going to work like this. Each competitor is going to get 10 different questions from different corners of the Star Wars universe. There will be no penalty for missing a question in round one, and there is no stealing. Questions are worth one point each. Christian and I will be administrating them to you. Competitors will have 15 seconds to write down their best attempt at an answer on their whiteboards. Once we ask you by name or nickname, please show what you wrote and verbalize your answer into the microphone while showing it to the camera. Each competitor has three uses of their JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. Not sure you heard a question right or you want to buy yourself another 15 seconds, use your repeat. Each competitor also has one challenge available that they can use at any time during the match. Competitors may initiate the challenge. We'll bring in your manager and we will ratify that challenge there and then. All right, so with that, those are the rules. Laura, are you ready? Absolutely. Eric, are you ready? Ready. Then let's get ready to schmodown. Round number one. Question number one, we're gonna start with the Phantom Menace. In the Phantom Menace, what is the homeworld of Newt Gunray? You know, I think I might still be in with this one, Christian. Well, yeah, you wrote it. Well, there's that. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a pretty f f good feeling you do pretty well in this match. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Hands up, please. And we start with Laura. Cato Nemordia. Yes. And Eric? Cato Nemordia. Correct. All right. So we now get to question number two. And question number two is in the world of Revenge of the Sith. In Revenge of the Sith, while discussing the Outer Rim sieges, Obi-Wan says that Master Vaz has moved his troops to where? Yeah, I, I mean, I just watched this movie. I don't remember this. I, it's such a small thing that happens, and yet I couldn't tell you, even though I've seen it, I don't know how many times. And, and even though you wrote it. Yeah. And five, four, three, two, and one. Pens down, hands up, please. And we're going to start with Eric. Bose Petty. 
Yes. And Laura? Boss Pity. Yes. All right, so the score at the moment is 2-2 as we get to question three. The Empire Strikes Back. In The Empire Strikes Back, what is the first line spoken by Yoda? The exact words, please. Sometimes, man, I feel like I just haven't seen the movies. And I, love this, them. I, I think I'd get this one. Okay. I like I that. Five, four, three, two, one. Hands down and Laura. Feel like what? Yes. And Eric? Feel like what? Yes. Absolutely. That's it. Look question you guys four. All right. Question four is in the category of mixed bag. Who composed the score for the film Star Wars The Clone Wars? Just a little bit of a twist there, you know. Everyone, well, don't, don't just talk. Pat yourself on the back after the question, will you? Five, four. That's a good point. Three, two, one. Pens down, hands up, please. And Eric. Uh, Kevin Kiner. Yes, Laura. It was Kevin Kiner. It was indeed. Why he hasn't scored a live action, I don't know. Give it All right. to him. Here we go. The Last Jedi. In The Last Jedi, the film begins with a soldier stating there are still 30 pallets of cannon shells left where? You see, PJ, I'm starting to get a little bit more creative in how I ask these questions. You, you know, your readings this year, especially this back half, they're just getting better and better. I appreciate that. You still have a job. Don't worry. Five, Perfect. four, three, two. One. Pens down. Hands up, please. And we start with Laura Kelly. Sea bunker. Yes, ma'am. And Eric. Sea bunker. So we're all tied up. It is 5-5 five, five going into question six. It's question. Clone. Yeah, question six takes us right back to the Clone Wars. In the Clone Wars film, what is the name of the RA-7 protocol droid prototype that serves Asajj Ventress? I do... Like, as much as I love Star Wars, I love watching these competitors, like, just wondering in my head, do they know this one? Every time, man. And they start to write before we finish. Four, yep. Three, two, one. Hands down, hands up, please. And we start with Eric. Four, A7. Yes. Laura. Four, A7. Man. We're tied up. Six, six. And what a scrap it is thus far. And now we get to question seven. A New Hope. In A New Hope... When Luke tries using the Force to see the remote, Obi-Wan congratulates him and says that he has taken the first step into what? See, that Again. flashed my eyes a little bit on that one, PJ. Yeah, it was the look that you gave the camera when you did it. Yeah. It was just man. perfect, man. Working on it. Watching a lot of 80s sitcoms. Five, four, three, two, one. Hands down. Hands up, please. And Laura Kelly. A larger world. Yes. And Eric. A larger world. Got it. So it is now, after that seventh question, 7-7, seven, seven, going into question eight. Which is going to bring us to the world of Attack of the Clones. In Attack of the Clones, who is credited for providing the voice of Watto in the film? You love asking the clones questions. I, there's something about it, man. I mean, I was the right age when it came out. They were just very affecting. Yeah. 
Will they be stumped on this one? We're about to find out in five, four, three, two, one. Hands down, please. Hands up. And we're going to start here with Eric. Is it Michael Tech? It is not. Laura? Andrew Saycomb? Yes. So Laura Kelly strikes first. Laura Kelly strikes first, 8-7. Laura Kelly with the correct answer as we get to question nine. That's The Force Awakens. Ken Lung, L-E-U-N-G, plays Admiral Satura, Statura, excuse me, in the film. What is the character's first name? Ken Long plays Admiral Statura in the film. What is the character's first name? You know, I like the way that you went back to the question, too. You, you caught yourself and you just did it again. Well, it's just the fact that I don't want him to be... You hear a little bit of jumble, and these things are so precise. Mm-hmm. Five, four, three. Repeat the question. All right, first one. Ken Long plays Admiral Statura in the film. What is the character's first name? That is Laura Kelly's first one. Did you ever watch Lost Christian? Yeah, religiously. Yeah. Ken was great in that. Was. Eric's nodding his head in agreement. Three, so good. Two. One. Hands down, hands up, please. And we're going to start with Laura Kelly. I have no idea. Lang? That is incorrect. And Eric? Osos Ostatora. Can we see that again, please? Osos? Osos? Wait, on this page. Yeah, that's correct. You got it. That's correct. That's correct. All right. So do Eric, that to me. All right. I'm sorry. I had to, had to you know, you've been, so confident. <laughs> you've been there before. We had to double check, but that is correct. So it is it is 8-8. Eight, eight, and just like that, Whiteley ties it right back up. And we get now the final question in round number one. It's question 10. And the question 10 comes from the category, who said it? In A New Hope, who says, computers locked, getting a signal, the guns, they've stopped. So they're both fighting here to tie the game at the moment. The perfect round, not attainable for either competitor at the moment. It's it's just interesting seeing Star Wars. Even one little miss can cut it, but now they're both the same still. Two, one. Pens down. Hands up, please. We start with... Eric Wiley. Del Gorin. That's incorrect. And Laura? Is it Dex Tyree? It was. Laura Kelly takes the lead back. And it is now 9-8. What a fight. Jab after jab. And Laura Kelly slips in that last jab in the round one and finds herself up by one. And now we get to round number two. It's the wheel round. And we uh, round number two is going to work like this. Each competitor is going to get a spin at that virtual wheel. Once you settle on a category, you're going to get five questions from this particular realm of the Star Wars universe. Each question is going to be worth two points unless you need multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question will go down to one. Ceiling is also available in this round, Christian. All right. So now we are going to ask Laura Kelly. You have the lead here at 9-8. Would you like to go first or would you like to defer? I would like to go first. <laughs> so I've put on a little weight. I can't put on my Jedi robe, so we're just going to have to settle for uh, the outside. Hey, Laura, how you doing, girl? You have been killing it, as always. Not surprised. And that's how you shake it off, too. I saw for half a second. You were like, ah, ooh, ooh, I probably should have known that one. And then you came back and you slam dunked it in their face. And that's exactly what class acts like you do. You bounce back, girl. So you ready to go ahead and bounce through the second round and show them who's boss? 
Absolutely. Let's do this now. Let's get her done. Can we also just take a moment to note that Laura Kelly might have the best handwriting in all of the Schmodown? It's pretty good. Yeah, it's up there. Pretty good. It's pretty good, man. It's, cer good. it's certainly better than mine, but you could hit someone in the head with a baseball bat and it would still be better than mine. All right, here we go. <laughs> I haven't got the belt. I've got to get something. That's what I got. <laughs> well, well you, got, you got the For Phantom now. Menace. So would you like to stick with that or would you like to spin again? You have 60 seconds. I would like to keep it. You're going to keep it. All right. So Sounds good to me. All right, Laura. You chose... The Phantom Menace. You're going to get five questions. Are you ready? Yes. Let's go. All right. Here you go. Question number one. Name the Jedi Master that first appears in The Phantom Menace before going on to train Caleb Doom. Depo Balaba. Yes. Two points. Question two. Qui-Gon Jin says, remember, your what determines your reality? Focus. Two more points. Question number three. In The Phantom Menace, the opening scrawl says, excuse me, in The Phantom Menace, the opening scrawl states, hoping to resolve the matter with a blockade of deadly battleships, the what trade federation has stopped all shipping to the small planet of Naboo. Greedy. Two more points. Here you go. Here is question number four. What is the specific name of the second sea creature seen in the underwater bongo scene that prompts Qui-Gon to say there's always a bigger fish? And five. The Sando Aqua Monster. Two more points. Laura Kelly having a great round thus far. Here is your final question, Laura. Laura, which actor provides the voice of TC-14? Five. Four. Three. I'm going to go multiple choice. All right. Is it A, Brana Gallagher, B, Celia Imre, C, Lindsay Duncan, D, Candace Orwell? It's C. It is C. One more point. All right. So, Laura Kelly sees herself up by 10 right now. It's 18-8. Man, you play better every time, and I'm always just so happy to be here. <laughs> Well, it's, you, you know, I'm feeding off the energy of Laura. I was coming in, coming in here thinking, oh, she's, I'm going to humble her, but she's humbled herself, so I don't know what to do. I'm just going to have some fun. I think, I think fun's the move because we're about to tie it up. The points don't matter till the end. We're about to get all these perfect. I saw you getting all those quicker than her. I saw that brain just churning. I also saw you play very well in that first round and see yourself self-correct. So I want you to keep that up in this round. Remember the planking, remember the replay, remember the thing through the syllables, remember the Beastie Boys, and remember to feel it here and remember how long that is. So you got this. I'm really stoked for you. We love this wheel. It's our time to shine. Let's get through this tournament and get you that belt. That was some ill communication. <laughs> I'm gonna pause boutique, man. Let's get it. And Eric Whiteley looking for, I mean, in Star Wars, it really does opponent's choice really matter? No, not particularly, <laughs> it feels like. I don't even know. Um, 
But we land on a new hope. So you get 60 seconds to decide if you want it, Eric, starting now. So, Eric, yeah, it's very yeah. specific, which is a good place to keep your brain in one spot. It's just <laughs> the specificity of what we've gone through recently in your study. Do you feel like this is surface on your brain? Do you feel like it's more subdued? Do you want broader? Do you want to stay in one, one corner of the universe? No, I'm pretty confident in it. It is the movie that I study first every time I have a session. So let's do it. I love A New Hope. I say we live there. This is not a sabotage. All right, Laura Kelly is back in, and now it is Eric Whiteley's opportunity here to get some points on the board. PJ, when you do. Here we go. Question number one in the realm of A New Hope. In A New Hope, as Darth Vader is interrogating the crew, someone mentions that the Death Star plans are not in the what? The main computer. Correct for two points. Question Question number two. In A New Hope, C-3PO tells R2-D2, he won't go that way. It's much too what? Rocky. It's correct for another two points. All right, so now we're going to get to question three for Eric White. The third question in your round two, Eric. First seen in the 1997 special edition of A New Hope, what is the name of the crashed colony spaceship still present in the Moss Eisley spaceport? multiple choice is it a the outbounder b the doe wagger queen c the outrider or d the queen's hand uh the outbounder a that is incorrect for a one point steal or i'm going to repeat the question in your options for you first seen in the 1997 special edition of a new hope what is the name of the crash colony spaceship still present in the moss Eisley spaceport is it A, the Outbounder, B, B the Doe Wagger Queen, C, the Outrider, or D, the Queen's Hand? C. That is incorrect. We were looking for the Doe Wagger Queen. All right. So both miss on that one. No steals. Opportunities are now question four for Eric Whaley. What a name. Right? The fourth <laughs> question in the realm of A New Hope, in A New Hope, when the droids arrive on Tatooine, C-3PO says that he has to rest before he falls apart. His joints are almost what? Multiple choice. Is it A, broken, B, ripping, C, frozen, D, damaged? Frozen. That is correct for one point. All right, so Eric Whiteley. At the moment, trails Laura Kelly by five. If he can get a two-point here, he he will cut it to three. What's the question? The final question in the New Hope. In a New Hope, what is the name of the more advanced land speeder that Luke says most people want? The XP thirty-eight. That is correct for a big two points. All right, so he misses one there and has to go to multiple choice and he sees himself only down by three he is trailing laura kelly does see herself up three points it's 18 15 going into the final round pj how does round number three work round number three is going to work like this we're going to need a series of numbers from each competitor these numbers are going to range from one to 20. each number corresponds to a different realm of the star wars universe your first question will be worth two points your second question, three points. And your third question, should we make it that far? Five big points. 
your JTEs and your challenges still apply. All right, Laura. So because you see yourself with a three point lead at the moment, you get to choose your numbers first or feel lucky. Three, five and 18. Three, five and 18 for lights out and for the night. PJ, this is four, eight and 15. Four, eight, 15. 16, Just finished some notes, Laura. Um, okay. Uh, We're matching boards. We're so cute. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's almost like we've become friends. <laughs> All right. Uh, I really only have one note for you other than you have your one JTE. Amazing job, Laura Kelly. So three is nothing in Star Wars. It is not over till it's over. But most importantly, I love that you knew to drop down when you did. I loved your instincts. That's what's going to get us there all the way to the end. Uh, we know she's crafty. We know we're not going to get any sleep till Brooklyn. We know this is how it's going to be. This is someone who took Demolanta to the wire, and you are playing right alongside her. How are you feeling? How's your head? I'm feeling great. I'm sorry for Winston, and I'm rating on his parade by also drawing myself with a lightsaber. That's beautiful. I mean, I'm not going to compare art because that seems subjective and not fair, but I'm going to yeah, say I, like maybe I a little bit more talent there. I mean, I'm not, I'm not just oh, while we're here. I do. Seriously. Every time you play, you play better. This is truly like you're a schmo now, man. And you've got the knowledge. Some of those answers were just even like looking at them. Couldn't possibly know them. Uh, we've got a two, a three and a five to get to. She slips once. It's a different game. Remember to be slow and steady. Think it through. Play it back in your head. This great. is great work, man. I'm really proud of you. So Eric Whiteley will be answering first. He's got to tie the score up here. It is 18-15 at the moment. Eric, you chose category four for your first category. Are you ready, sir? Ready. There you go. Your first question, planets and locations. In The Force Awakens, when Rey meets BB-8, she tells him to stay off what ridge? Kelvin Ridge. Yes, sir. Two points. So it's 1817. Eric, you can take the lead here over Laura Kelly should you hit this next question. You chose category eight for your three point question. Category eight Star Wars Underworld. Star Wars Underworld. In Solo, what crime syndicate was responsible for ensuring the flow of spice from Kessel to Coruscant? The Pikes. That is correct. All right, Eric Whiteley, 2018. So Laura Kelly now can't get herself a TKO, but she can tie the game with her two-point question, PJ. She chose category three. Category three. Category three is going to be in the realm of creatures and alien races. For two points, Laura. In Attack of the Clones, what is the name of the alligator-like creatures that the Geonosians ride? Ores. Correct for two points. All right. So it is now 2020. We're going to stick with Laura Kelly and give her an opportunity to take the lead again. Should she hit her three point question? Laura chose category five. Category, category five. Category five. Is going to be back in the realm of who said it. These are Star Wars movie quotes. For three points, what's the situation, Captain? are the first words spoken by what prequel character? General Grievous. She didn't even blink and that's three points. So Laura Kelly, yet again, takes another lead and finds herself up 23-20. So Eric Whiteley has a five point question. If he hits it, it bounces back to Laura Kelly and forces her with a five. However, 
If he misses, then Laura Kelly will go on to play the winner of Scrimshaw and Gold Leader. All right. So Laura Kelly. Sorry. All right. Eric Whiteley. You chose it's a good name. You can call me that. <laughs> Laura Kelly. <laughs> Eric chose Category 15. Category 15. And you jump right back to Solo, a Star Wars story for your five-point question. In Solo, what is the full name of the best-selling recording artist performing on board the First Light in a corded Arapoil dress? I'm not going to ask you to repeat. Uh, Urodia Fintafoli. Thank you so much. And you're correct. <laughs> uh, so we now have a game on our hands because it is 23-25. 23-25. Eric Whiteley has the lead. Laura Kelly can win the game with this five-point question. She chose, PJ, category 18. And category 18 is going to correspond to the world of heroes. For five points, Laura, and the win, in Solo, a Star Wars story, what is the name of the street racer pal of Han Solo that inspires Solo off a daring maneuver during the Kessel Run. Needles. And your winner, advancing to the next round, Laura Lightsout Kelly. Laura lights out Kelly. She does it again, and the swag is real. Look at strong with this swag one, is strong with this i really got black sunglasses for laura kelly because she looks so cool i just want some of her swag that's right. all i want she moves on to the next round and beats a very game once again eric whiteley this time hits his five just didn't have it to laura kelly that much better here today all right so congratulations to lights out and to swag see you in the winner's circle with jen sturger in just a moment all right pj so hell of a match um that's the thing with Laura, though. If you don't catch her on a bad day, it's going to be hard to beat her, right? And this was not one of her bad days. Yes, yeah, she missed a question. She had to go to multiple choice. But if you don't go perfect, most people who beat Laura Kelly have to go perfect to do it. Uh, it happened last year. I, I mean, the Dimolanta match, they both missed a few. But, like, this is Laura Kelly when she's playing like this, fitting to her name, she's lights out. That's absolutely it, man. Like, Laura just came. She's determined. You know, we were talking about it before the match started. She she wants that belt. She's hungry for it. She she was so close this last time. Now she, she just saw Eric. She said, I'm sorry, Eric. I got to knock you out. This is going to be the way. And she played totally lights out today. Nikki Dimolanta goes to the next round. Laura Kelly goes to the next round. Um, they are on opposite sides of the bracket. But what if? I'm just saying. What if? Um, we'll see what's going to happen because there's a lot of Star Wars left to play. Because you got Scrimshaw, Gold Leader, the Damon's Clash coming up pretty soon. So there is a lot of Star Wars tournament left, but we know that we have Nikki DeMolanta and Laura Kelly advancing to the next round. And we are going to speak with Laura Kelly and Jen Sturger and Winston Marshall right now. You know what, Winston, are you for real right now? Where did he go? Congratulations, Laura. Thanks. <laughs> right. I had to go get BB-8. He was excited. He's proud of her. That's oh. all. He just wanted. He just wanted to share his love. 
All Laura. the VH, sharing the love, not oh, matching. Wow, I just, which one is the replicant, honestly? Uh, but I have to say congratulations, Laura. Another fantastic play by you today. Um, I have to say, that might have been one of the strongest, most confident performances I've seen from you. There was no, like, there wasn't even a split second. Sometimes Christian had barely finished saying, well, saying the the question for the second or third time because he was mispronouncing it. <laughs> I just feel like today was just an entirely new level of play from you and just the confidence was just through the roof. Good, I'm glad that I was faking it well enough because that was, that, was, that was a little bit, like, it's always so much more stressful than I think it's going to be. Even, like, going into something where I'm like, he hasn't won a match yet! Like, come on! And I, it's, <laughs> here we are, and I'm still, like, sweating. So it's a good thing we're not in person. I mean, you mentioned he hasn't won a match yet, but I feel like you were right to not underestimate him because he's one of those people that his record just really doesn't indicate the damage he's capable of. So, uh, Winston, I guess I could ask both of you, how did you guys prepare for this match? Uh, my, my biggest thing that, that we've talked about above all else has been, it's again, it's about beating yourself. And the thing with Laura that's so incredible is she is such a vast well of knowledge when it comes to the Star Wars universe. And and she's like kind of a savage. Like if I could share, Laura had to have a little dentistry work done a couple weeks ago. And like, I was like, you wanna hold a practice? She's like, nah, I'm gonna watch the movies by myself, but I'll hit you up when I feel better. And I was like, all right, girl, do you. If you need an ice pack, I can send one via FedEx real quick. Just let me know. And that's just who she is, is that when she needs the help, she calls in the troops and we do everything she needs for that backup. But she's a monster. Is she that how you this. two have ended up on the same page now, Winston? It's to stay out of her way. She made it clear at the start of the season. <laughs> I tried being all like, oh no, stepdad and buy you some ice cream. Nah, I just shut up and crack jokes and apparently piss off my girlfriend because now I got to replace the TV. But you know, it is what it is. Uh, I'm proud of her as always. Can't wait to see what she does next round. Well, speaking of next round, you're going to be facing either Scrimshaw or Gold Leader. Do you have a preference between the two of them? You know, kind of the new school kid versus the old school? Hmm. Can I? No. I don't want to. I don't want to face either. Is that an option? No. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I don't. I don't have a preference. I think they're both super deadly. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I think one is far more endearing and less obnoxious than the other. So there's that, you know? Yeah. yeah. It, it's been a long time since Scrimshaw played, though. So I feel like, you know, it might be a little bit rusty. Like maybe there's maybe there's an advantage to be found there. I have to ask you though, obviously, Nikki Devalonta won her match. You know, you won yours. Molly's coming up. Uh, how much ladies! Would you love... I know, ladies! Uh, how much would you love to see Molly or Nikki in the finals? Um, I would love it more than anything. Um, I had no expectations really of what what was going to go on with Nikki's match. And her first match this year, I remember just being like, like completely mind blown and so incredibly impressed with how she played. And Molly obviously is is just a monster in her own right too. So it would be, it would be super cool, gotta say. Uh, last but not least, I do have to ask you about your former faction mate Marisol McKee is now the singles champion. Any thoughts on Lady Justice winning the belt as the first woman champion in singles? Just never ending congratulations. I She, what an absolute, rock star she is i it's just the most exciting thing i i'm so happy for her it's so great i completely and, agree i completely agree she's the first 
African-American to, to hold the belt. She's the first woman to hold the singles belt. I am so proud of Marisol. I know she's not on my faction, but like I got to give the love where the love is due. And what's funny, all she's done, and I guarantee that, Laura, you can correct me if I'm wrong, she just lit a further fire under Laura's ass that she about to be the first female champion of Star Wars. You watch your ass. It's coming, y'all. It's coming. Took the words right out of my mouth, Winston. Anyways, congratulations on a fantastic win today, Laura, and I'll see you in the next round. Thank you very much. Look, a lot going on there. Obviously, Laura Kelly, Jen's right. She looked very confident in that match. And whether or not she's being humble, and I think maybe being on swag has helped that, that the the she still has the attitude, but it's not as... I think cold as maybe when on corruption, right? When when she was on corruption, it was more like it's my way or the highway. I don't want I don't need anyone. I'm by myself, but there's something more with this Laura Kelly, this edge that she still has with the confidence that I think that working with swag has helped tremendously. Um but yeah, I mean, look, there's so much there and there's and she's going on. She la she won last last year in the first round. She got stopped in the second round. Will it happen this time around? She's got to go through either Scrimshaw or Go Leader. That's coming up right around the corner. I mean, look, it's not going to be an easy path. But as you just said, I mean, she's a much different version of the lore that we saw even at the beginning of the season when she ended up on Swag. And she is ready. She's She wants this thing, man. So I think whoever wins that match, they should be scared of what she's going to do. No worries. Winston makes a good point. There is a there is absolutely a world where Laura Kelly could be the first woman to win the Star Wars championship, and it could happen at Spectacular, but she's got a road. I mean, there is also a possibility that Nikki Demilata could serve that role. Molly Damon could serve that role. It is, it is I wouldn't want to face any of them, as it's harder enough for me to pronounce Star Wars. Uh, so, Ladies and gentlemen, now moving on to the, I can't even say loser because of what he didn't win today, but Eric Whiteley continues to be a force, pun intended, inside of this division. We love having him and we're going to love to hear from him in just a moment as he speaks to both Jen Sturger and then Corjandra will be there with a cat. Oh, Eric, Eric, I feel like, oh. Great. I'm, I'm so glad I, we're doing this found footage thing, Koi. Thank you so much. Uh, Eric, it pains me to say this because it, it's almost like you're Eric almost whitely at this point. Like, <laughs> why? What is it that we just can't get to the finish line? Because you are so close and your record is not indicative of the level of play you have. Hey, I mean, I know a lot of people take this very seriously, and I do too. I, I study like crazy, but I have a lot of fun studying i have even more fun playing i'm glad that i'm here and i hope you guys have me back make sure you like the video by the way <laughs> <laughs> you just can't you have to your program to say that at this yeah, point right <laughs> you got to do that yeah uh no i mean I'm, i had a lot of fun i mean owen three has never looked so handsome absolutely right koi uh and kitty uh where do you think things kind of fell off because like i said it, it wasn't even a matter of him not playing up to level, it's just like Laura was just so unstoppable that you could not make a mistake today. I, I don't even see it as a falling off. It was just like, you know, there were little things chipping away at us. If this was any other match against anyone else, Star Wars is just the most competitive part of the showdown right now. Really, it was it's going just... to multiple choice and, and you know, 
not getting I, answers I in round really two. Gameplay. I wouldn't, even if I had a time machine, go back and tell them to do anything different. I like the fact that we're a win or learn faction and every lesson from those first two rounds is learned here. He got his five. He did use the drop down so she couldn't steal bigger and he knew them. He just needed to double check except for one of them. And I saw him go like, uh, like the epiphany happened moments later. So it, <sighs> it's just a matter of worst. In another round against another competitor, this would have been a different game. That is not a losing score. Getting that five-pointer, and also I want to give some credit to us getting some redemption with, with music. We lost once to music Star Wars. We've now redeemed and gotten a way harder music Star Wars question. So it feels like a beautiful close to the season to have redeemed our Beastie Boys moment with a band that I can't pronounce with assistance. <laughs> so, it, it you know, it kind of feels like... It feels like a loss only on the scoreboard, but a win for us to see how much he's grown, how if I circled every flaw in gameplay, he solved those. So I know next season, this is an insane competitor. And I know that I've really enjoyed the actual hangout time in the games and the training and everything else. Like, Eric's a fun dude to be around, and he knows more about Star Wars than anyone should. <laughs> So it's an absolute blast through and through. It's just an insane season for Star Wars. So it's been an absolute honor. I would change nothing straight up, even with the score. Yeah, after, I, I mean, I'm I saying, know, uh, I, I, oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was just gonna say like, after three matches, I mean, I feel like I have the gameplay down. It's a lot of fun. It's kind of secondhand, but with Star Wars, it's, I have no joke. I have like 11,000 flashcards. And a lot of these questions just don't appear on those 11,000 questions. like, I have 11,000 yeah. flashcards and no social life, but yeah, we're getting so it many, done. <laughs> so many flashcards I don't know what to do with, but that means I need 12,000 flashcards. Help, God help us all. Know you know, I, I know... I know that you've said for a long time that you wanted to play Laura, and it just seemed like you, uh, despite the outcome, you really were having fun out there. Uh, is that what this game is all about to you? I mean, it's absolutely what it's all about. This uh, game, this show, this channel, especially the Star Wars division, is one of the few bright spots on the internet where you can come and enjoy Star Wars, talk about it, you know, uh, try to get it in your head and have it rattle around, see what pops out. So. I mean, I have so much fun, and again, I, I just can't wait for more whenever that may be. I gotta ask you though, is there any chance that Koi might be able to convince you to also try your hand at IG next season? Um, yeah, I mean, that could be a lot of fun. On my channel, we do not just Star Wars, but literally all different levels of the inner geekdom, so. Uh, yeah, I, I just didn't have the confidence that I had with Star Wars when you asked me a five-point question in Marvel. I'm going to get it. Maybe, a, you know, I might get it. We'll see. But with Star Wars, I'm like, no, I, I can do this. So, uh, no, it just means a lot of study, a lot of watching movies, and a lot of fun studying and watching those movies. And, yeah, maybe that could be that could be fun. I feel like now that he knows the gameplay, like the back mm -hmm. of his hand, it's a different animal going into the questions, going into the actual interdictum. Like, it's a different thing altogether. So... I do think like now is the time. Also, this man has never had as much time to study between matches as between seasons. This is his first season, his rookie season. Yeah. I would not count him out sophomore season because a lot of people have a sophomore slump. I think Eric White is going to rise. It's going to be an insane season next year with a little time. Now that he knows it like the back of his hand and now that we've seen him like this, now that he's gotten a five-pointer like this, I, I would fear him. And he's coming next season for a lot of different things. And let's face it, when you look at some of the people that have held the Star Wars belt now, most notably Andrew Demolanta, his record was one of those that just wasn't indicative of the level of play he was capable of. So maybe it just takes some time 
you know, getting more familiar with the gameplay, uh, trusting yourself a little bit more in those instances when you're like, ah, you know, like, and just really leaning into all of the knowledge that you do have to get that title around your waist. Yeah. Um, I, I just keep thinking about them having their cute BB-8, BB-8s and all I have is this wart from Galaxy's Edge and he's not cute, but he's cute to me. <laughs> That's a face only a mother could love. And even she's like, eh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <That's why> <laughs> oh. But, uh, you know, tough loss today, man. Like I said, I'm really excited to see what you do next season. And, um, yeah, hopefully yep. uh, you'll be sticking around on the Mercs. I feel like this is a good fit. Always. Yes. <laughs> That's a permanent marker. Permanent Merc. Take care, guys. How long before I get a text from Bibiani? We should do permanent Mercers. Oh, it's coming. You know that. I'm pro- I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Um, anyway, that was a, a great interview by Jen Sturger and Eric Whiteley. Of course, we want him back next season, of course. And it sounds like he wants to come back and he will be back. Now, the question of whether or not he's going to be on the Mercs, who knows? It's going to be a very, very different looking league next year in general. But Eric Whiteley will be one of those familiar faces that you will see in the Star Wars division, but he is not advancing into the next round. Laura Lightsout, Kelly, and Swag, they are, and now they await. Who will win? Will it be Scrimshaw? Will it be Gold Leader? Gold Leader, of course, went to the finals of the first tournament we had earlier this year, losing out to Thomas Harper, who went on to become the champion. So Kelly can knock out the finalists the finalist of the earlier tournament this year in gold leader which again you wonder why i mean i guess gold leader you understand why he would be in the tournament for finstock exchange because that's their only star wars player but this is also why the faction thing is a bit sometimes like i don't know gold leader doesn't need to be in this tournament gold leader has maybe one match then he can get a number one contender match or honestly he could have a number one contenders match next season because he made it to the finals and he's two and one or whatever he might be but because of factions because of points he's playing and he's going up against scrimshaw and that is not an easy match at all no i mean we haven't seen scrimshaw play in quite a bit and i'm excited to see him back in the ring because he's one of those players that's kind of like whitely he you know he's just right there every time he's just right there now he gets to go up against someone like gold leader who was also just right there against thomas harper and we saw how that went i am so excited man i believe that scrimshaw and demolato went to sudden death in the tournament last year i believe it was a very close close match um or went down to the i'm pretty sure it was it was sudden death i'm pretty sure it was sudden it was death. sudden death and you know and demolato went to winning the title and defending it twice so scrimshaw is no one to be messed with and corruption right now is on an absolute tear they have the inner geekdom champion they have the singles champion so if scrimshaw wins a few they could have the star wars champion so this we're gonna see scrimshaw or gold leader facing laura kelly got a lot coming up and then don't forget after that match with scrimshaw and gold leader you got the damon civil war molly damon versus alex damon it is going down check the matches when they come out on the schmodownlive.com and big one on october 9th we just mentioned the new movie trivia schmodown champion of the world lady justice marisol mckee she does not have it easy because not only does she have to defend the title right away in new york in brooklyn she's got to do it against her faction mate the phenom chance ellison two-time teams champion 
and they are going to be going head to head a corruption battle in brooklyn with the undercard being horowitz versus newman get your tickets again the schmodownlive.com you never been to a schmodown you anywhere near new york and you're gonna miss this i gotta say if you're able to do it and you can't make it because oh, i don't know if i'm gonna take the drive get your lazy butt out there this is gonna be one of the best main events one of the best cards we've ever put on get out there the schmodownlive.com i can't tell you guys how great these new york events are do not miss this it's gonna be next level all right pj it was a pleasure calling the match with you, as always, my friend. And don't you forget, for everybody else, we got a big match coming up, and that is Final Exam versus King Arthur, the team's tournament. It begins, and Final Exam, Paul Oyama, Lon Harris versus Griffin Newman and King Khan. It's going to happen. You're going to watch it. We're going to love it. See you next time. It's the Movie Trivia Showdown. Peace out.